Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tatva Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, um, the conduit on Spotify and YouTube as well. Tatva Tuesday is the spiritual interview series that I am hosting. I'm having different guests come on here and we discuss their spiritual journey, you know, how they got onto the spiritual path and, you know, what they're doing today, any type of spiritual offering. So, this week, I'm so grateful and excited, um, and it's all an epic timing to have Lauren Calloway, um, your future president, y'all, also a spiritual business coach. And Lauren has just been such a beacon of light in my life, and it's so appropriate. As we are filming, today's Astara. It's, it's the spring equinox. It's the start of the new astrological year, as well as Aries season, and my girl is an Aries, so this is totally in alignment that we have Lauren on the podcast this week. So what's up, Lauren? What's up? Um, super excited to be here. I love I love doing this with you. I know we do our, our journey to the heart, but you know, just this quality time and um, t- to now share myself and my story a little bit more with uh, people of the world as I work on becoming president of the United States. <laughs> I love that. We're totally. We definitely have to talk about all of the things that are happening with you, just because there are so many moving parts right now. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. I love having our convert our weekly conversations. I'm on Lauren's mindful business life podcast, the journey to the heart. And it's been a really beautiful journey. Um, we started at the beginning of this year and it's just been kind of rolling and Lauren truthfully has, in- was the inspiration behind me starting my own podcast. So, um, Lauren, actually I met Lauren two, almost two years. I don't know. I'm so bad with linear time. I was subbing a class. I was subbing. No, I was teaching a yoga class for C yoga and Lauren came to my class and we just totally vibed and became friends. And we started hosting, um, like lunar events. So new moon and full moon events at her wellness center. And we just have been soul sis we are just soul sisters and yeah. it's just so it's been such a great journey to you know get to know you and and just have have you as a friend and you know be there for you and it's just been great you know so I'm so excited to hear more about you know how you got onto the spiritual path so I guess we could kind of start there <laughs> Sure. So um, I always tell the story of, you know, growing up, you know, I, I would from time to time go to a Baptist church and I always fought that idea and um, around God and this man in the sky, you know, is going to strike me down for not doing what he said. And uh, so I was always like competing with my mom who would just send me to church for like daycare ultimately <laughs> like she needed a Sunday break or like in the summer or winter, if there was a camp she could send me to, she was like, that was daycare, like get out of here. So I would always fight with her on like this concept. So I'd be like, there's no man in the sky. There's no man in the sky. You know, I'm like eight years old saying this stuff. You know, she's like, you're going out. <laughs> like, yeah. 
uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, so, you know, I grew up in like that energy where like my mom was like, you should believe in this, but she wasn't practicing what she was preaching. So, you know, a very young age had a very strong discernment and had a very strong, like inner sense of being to where I'd be like, I don't, I, that's not something I can say yes to right now. And um, my mom, even though she thought it was somewhat rebellious, I know she looks at me now as an adult and goes like, she's very grounded and firm and who she is and, and what she believes and things like that. But at a very young age, I was like, nah, I don't, that's not my vibe right now. And so, um, fast forward, maybe like three or four years, I found myself, um, doing yoga with that woman on TV. She would be like on the mountaintop. She, I think she was like a, uh, dirty blonde. And she was just like doing yoga. And I would just do a little bit of yoga some mornings, or I would put on this African tribe music that I had. And this is middle school. And I would like just dance around in the morning and really had no idea where the freak it was coming from. Just knew like, I liked enjoyed doing it. And my friends would come over in the morning and like laugh at me and watch me dance around and do all this yoga. And just, they just were like, okay, we're here for it. <laughs> so, um, then about two years later, my brother, uh, passed away. Uh, he was a baby. Um, he died in his sleep. And, um, that was a, that was the spark of like everything for me, um, where I went atheist. I just could not understand God and taking a baby away. And so I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I, I don't, I don't need God. I don't need, I don't need some man in the sky who doesn't like me killing my brother. You like it. That was just my feels at that age. And so I was atheist, um, for a really long time, um, all the way through high school. Um, so we'll fast forward and keep it rolling high school. I don't remember much. I was very active, but I don't think I had much of a spiritual practice. Definitely didn't go to church. So, um, I turned about 19, I think it was 19 and I was applying for the police department, the Baltimore city police department. And, um, I was running, you know, about six to 12 miles a day at the time. And I would find myself sitting at this pier at night. And I mean, I would meditate and talk to God for like five hours. The police would come kick me out. And I'd be like, bro, I'm actually like, trying to be a police officer. <laughs> so they're like, well, you're breaking rules. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what this is going to be for me. Um, but ultimately I kept finding myself running to this pier, um, night after night, week after week. And so, um, I would just talk. I had so much going streaming through my veins, through my heart. And I had no one, I felt like I could really talk to, you know, because, even 10 years ago, like spirituality and being emotional and stuff wasn't really where we were at as a collective, you know? And so you feel kind of isolated. And I really just would go sit at this water side and just get all my feelings out, all my emotions out. I didn't know who I was talking to, what I was talking to. I just know that I found a meditative state and that was by, by speaking all those things that were locked inside of me out. And so it's actually one of my favorite uh, meditation forms to tell people to do, uh, find a little quiet spot and just talk it out. And so um, I spent a lot of time meditating that way. And that's really when I guess I started understanding the spiritual journey. 
And so um, after that, like I kept it going, even though I didn't follow through with the police department because I realized I'd rather grow weed um, instead of being a police officer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I kind of chose a different route. Uh, but um, from there, like I started just researching so much stuff, like got into chakras and all that juiciness, you know, and was learning about the colors and what they mean and how to, how to soothe them and how to realign them. And from there, it just started getting into more mindful topics and just deep diving into all these different concepts that I think like just we, you know, we all know as spiritual beings, but it was just time that I was finally unlocking that knowledge within that, that I needed to know more. And so, um, just getting really deep into that, like chakras and I still have a folder, a file folder with like all these printouts that like I looked into and things and it. I just look back from time to time. And like the Merkaba was really big for me at that time. I was doing so much research on it. And I was just like, this is cool. I've got this light body in me and I feel like I'm buzzing sometimes. And I could feel that Merkaba, you know, like you can feel that light body moving. And so it was really cool to start tapping in to that in my um, early twenties. And so moving into more like I studied with the Church of Jedi. Yes, it is what it sounds like. Um, Star Wars has its own <laughs> church and I'm a big dork. So um, I started studying with them. They make you study all religions um, as part of like the uh, process to move up into the levels of Jedi. And um, I literally fucking love that, by the way. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I loved it. It was super cool. And just like, you know, as somebody who was atheist, okay, let's, let's, I'm a big learner. Like I said, I'm a dork. So it was okay. Like, you don't know as much about religions. Let's learn about them and see what resonates and what doesn't. And is God real to you? And so, um, I just started digging into that and I studied all the religions, um, obviously got to Hindu and Buddhism and was like, oh, I feel a little more called to these ones. Um, and so, that was kind of like it. Like I hit this spot where I think I took like another break and I took a break for about maybe like, I don't, I wouldn't say it was a break, but like the studying settled down a little bit, you know, it was a little bit of a light pause. And I ended up moving to Myrtle beach, um, to run away from a bad relationship, which ended up following me. <laughs> um, And so I started meditating again because like I was just always in these like awful situations with this person. And finally, once we broke up, um, I just kind of pulled back those notebooks that I had found from when I was studying with the Church of Jedi. Um, I started getting into yoga, doing beach body. Uh, and then from there, I started going into a studio, taking hot yoga, which then of course, you know, you're learning all these different ideals and ideologies and points of perspective. And then, um, I, I was a bartender at the time. So one of my uh, students came in and was like, I know you're doing yoga. You should come check out this other studio. I, I actually got her to go to yoga. Like she was like, you know, I go to the studio because of you, even though you don't go to this one, you know, she's like, but I feel like you would love this one. So I went to Inlet Yoga in Merle's Inlet and met Mary Beth McKenzie, who is my guru, my my teacher. And um, it, it just clicked. I went there and I fell in love with yoga even more and the whole spiritual practice. Um, and so 
it was just really cool, you know, to transition like here and there. I have definitely had like spiritual gifts and I, um, when my brother died, I know he was going to die. Uh, I, I heard a song called by Jimmy world, may angels lead you in while we were on the way to the hospital. And like, my soul just knew that, that that was it. And so like, I've always had these moments of noticing my spiritual gifts. I've just never been really like big on tapping in deeper. And so, um, like I said, going to inlet yoga, starting to do yoga. I got my yoga certification and just really so in love with the practice of yoga, not just the physicality, like it's whole entire limbatic system, right? You know, everything that it stands for. I just fell so passionately in love with that. And I became a teacher um, about eight months later. Uh, I just happened to get in right before teacher training started and started practicing with her. So, um, and then from there, just things started shifting, you know, like I started doing sound healing because I was so called to it and I still am, you know, I just actually did my heart singing bowl before we jumped on uh, to recenter myself. And um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I you can do that on here too if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a little bit at the end. I'll do a little bit. Okay, at yeah. End. Yeah. So, um, so then, and so then it was, uh, it was natural and it was organic. Then it was, I was starting to feel called to do full moon stuff. And I was doing my research on the full moons and how it, you know, interacts with each, you know, different being and what to expect. And I would do sound healing with card pools and, um, something different from what Mary Beth was offering. And, and it was a really great success. A lot of people loved it. I loved it. Just tuning in and tapping in with other people to, to help people manifest their dreams. I mean, I'm just such a, and I hope this doesn't make me cry because it, it always does, but I'm just such a philanthropist. You know, I just really love giving to people and, and helping people see just like how beautiful they are and knowing that they're supported. And that was like the most beautiful thing when I started doing those kinds of things. So is that your cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he knows it, you know, they I know, they know they can feel the energy for sure. My dog was just laying down next to me and then I don't know where he went. So when after, um, teacher training and doing the full moon stuff, I, I got my, um, my life coaching, business coaching, relationship coaching certification. I got my Reiki one, got my Reiki two. Um, I got my Reiki because my hands used to burn and itch all the time. And I couldn't yeah. understand. I was like, why? Like, why? And then what came uh -huh. to I need to be giving this away. Like I can't. Yeah. And so that's what pushed me to go get my Reiki cert. And, um, you know, I've been I've been doing, I do Reiki sessions. I do sound healing Reiki sessions. Um, and then from there I met Ron, he's my gong master. Um, we really hit it off and, you know, I love gong. So I do a little bit of gong, uh, sound healing if I can, but just meeting Ron and like realizing there's so much more to sound healing and there's other tools to use. And I just really, 
am grateful for him and, and what he brought into my life. And then from there, um, I was asked to do some marketing for a wellness center um, and nonprofit for child bullying. And that's when I was kind of gifted this wellness center. And I really um, wanted it to be a place where teachers could come and teach and have more space and expand their reach. And it really, um, it did that for a lot of people. I definitely am sad that it's gone a lot because, um, I just know what it, what it was doing for so many. Um, I still get asked to come back (laughs) a lot. Um, but we just did so much magical stuff there. I mean, I had promised God that if I was financially stable, that I would, I would do a lot of my work for free. And I know with the wellness center, I mean, a lot of my stuff was very, uh, reasonably priced and I did my best to support the teachers and let them, you know, make some money because when you teach yoga, there's not a lot of money in teaching yoga, not unless you're doing, um, a lot of like big events and stuff. And so, you know, my goal was to give them a place where they could make some money and they could expand their reach. And I think, I think I did that, you know, I I think I did that. And, uh, it was just so satisfying all the things that we did there, the full moon stuff, the new moon, the ecstatic dance, the paint nights, the, um, I, I just, there was so much, the yoga classes, down healings, down healings. Yeah. Austin came by and did that. Yeah. You know, Austin sound healing was like <laughs> next level for me. Yeah. I yeah. came at a pivotal time in my journey and I love Austin. Me too. He's actually going to be on this podcast in June. I think I have him. He's so fun. I adore him. Yeah, I was just spending time with Shout him. out Austin. We love yeah. you. You're yeah, listening. You're the shit. <laughs> I'll be, I'm sure I'll see you soon. We've, they're going to get, he's gifting me a sound healing and my friend's uh, doing a massage because I'm working on her website. So I get on. Oh, is he? You're, are yeah. you getting a private sound healing? With a massage at the same well, time. Yeah, girl, I get a little spoiled from time to time. You deserve it. You know, you deserve it. So, um, yeah, it's been amazing. Just like, just what doors had opened because, you know, I didn't know I was going to be moving to Charlotte when I met Austin and he's from Charlotte. And so like when I got out here, it was easy for me to transition. Um, it was easy, but what's happened is just like my spiritual practice has really just changed. And, you know, my discernment has really increased and my willingness to listen to what resonates and what doesn't, and to realize that what I thought resonated at one point may not resonate anymore. And what fit my consciousness back in, you know, when I was 19, 20, going to the police department, isn't what my consciousness is now. And just how like clear I see things is really amazing. I, I can see people very clearly, their intention, mm-hmm. their hearts, you know, I can see, you know, I can see the bullshit and I don't put up with it anymore. Let's say that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then just to, you know, to really feel into moments and to feel what they truly mean, what the lessons are, um, 
it's, I'm getting chills now because it's true, you know, just sitting and watching how much I've grown uh, mentally, emotionally, physically um, from all these practices. And I don't know, it's just super cool to connect with so many amazing people who are gifted. And then to know that like I'm gifted and that we're all gifted and that by like doing the work that we do, we help others open their abilities and expand their consciousness. And so it's been a really wild ride out here in Charlotte, I, people are asking me to teach and I, I do some stuff from here time to time. Um, but I am a certified business coach. I own a digital marketing firm called RW business solutions, and we do websites, graphic design, social media management, app development. But what makes me a little bit different is that I'm a pretty much like a spiritual business coach. I believe in mind, body, and spirit alignment. And so that way you can see possibilities and expand in your business. And so with me, we actually like sit down and we do like either a Kundalini yoga sound healing session before we go into the business coaching, or we might just do a Reiki session. We might do a Reiki sound healing, you know, like it, it, there's a lot of different ways I've, I've meshed them. It just depends on how I show up for you, how you're showing up for yourself. I'm very intuitive to what, like what you need that day. When I come to see you, I can think I'm going to do something when you set the appointment and then show up and do something completely different. So, um, but it's what has helped me expand. And I, my spiritual practice is what's taken my life to the levels that it has grown to in such a short amount of time. And I've already done a lot of amazing things before I was super deep in my spirituality. I worked for Ron Paul. I, worked with, um, with NASA in college. So like, I have a really cool background, um, in a lot of things, but it wasn't until I said yes to deepening my practice and deepening my spirituality through yoga that I really just seen this whole skyrocket. And a lot of people around me have seen it. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, how did, how do you do this? How does it, and it all comes from, my spiritual practice and keeping my mind, body, and spirit aligned spiritually and using that discernment. And so my manifestation rate, I've just turned into such a, what, what do we call ourselves? Manif Manifesting uh, generators. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've turned our human design. Yeah. Our human design is this manifesting generator. It means we like mm -hmm. pop out opportunity after opportunity. Like literally rapidly and just like master manifestors. Yeah. And, and yeah. I have, and it's been crazy to watch because, you know, I could say right now that I want something and, and five minutes later it might be here, you know? And, um, I know, um, even with Charlotte, I had prayed, I said, God, I don't want to be, it. I, I did. I just said by next summer, I need something different in my life. Three weeks later, this opportunity to partner and take my business and expand in Charlotte happen. And so I've been really lucky um, to come into some of those moments, you know, my car broke down and the guy I was working for at the time was like, I want to sell one of these uh, rentals. And he was like, do you want to buy? <laughs> and I'm like, it was like, you know, when I needed to move, I said, by this date, I want to tell my, um, my roommate, I want to move out by that date. I told her I'm moving out. You know, and so, you know, I've definitely the type of woman where if I say I want something, it's because it's truly a heart desire mm -hmm. and it 
always seems to manifest. And um, I think that's a big thing for me, right? You know, is reminding people is you got to let go of the generic shit. And, um, you know, the, of course we all want cars and we all want houses and like, that's a given. And so like, I, I'm really pure at heart about what I want, you know, my real goal in life and the real things I want is to offset humanity's like, downfall. And that's like by getting us out of the restraints we're in politically, reestablishing the farming community, like everything I want to do in my soul and its purpose is to really just recenter and rebalance us as a society and to inform, educate, and inspire. And so um, I guess that leads us into like the big thing that like I am running for president and I'm not your typical presidential elect, you know, I'm just a regular old woman, uh, single mom, college dropout, um, you know, have been in trouble with the law, fucking, you know, have a crazy woo-woo spiritual practice, you know, small business owner, you know, just a regular old person. And, um, but I do have a background in politics, so I'm not just jumping in, like, I don't have no common sense. Um, but my spiritual practice is what's leading me to, to rally in this way. And it's because I want to help man. I want to help man get out of this hole. And that's a heart desire. Like I can say no, no, no. But then what just happened for me this past week, I got offered, uh, to be a radio talk show host on iHeartRadio, And, um, so grateful for the opportunity. Um, I didn't think I would get it. <laughs> but I applied for it and uh, I, I, they had five slots and they probably had over, you know, 20 something applications, if not more than that, that I know of. Um, and I got it. And I know a lot had to do with the fact that I said I wanted to be president. And um, but people seeing that the passion is there um, to to support humanity and to change the system in a positive way. And it all is because of my spiritual practice. It's all because I feel into the center heart of humanity and I just want to help shift it. And so mine isn't as like, I can see dead people, you know, some people's, but um, it's definitely it's okay. a practice. Yeah. And, um, you know, not to be on the sour note, but, you know, my father passed away this week and last week I actually heard this knock at my door twice. I think um, you talked about it on our podcast. I think we I talked did, about yeah. the knocking or yeah, maybe I, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't live. It was, yeah. it was just us. Maybe. And I did. I, last week I heard a knock one night and I was dozing off. I heard this knock and I looked at my cameras. No one was there. And then I'm getting chills right now. <laughs> and then uh, the next night, same knock as I was dozing off. And I just Googled, you know, what is the, what does superstition knock mean? And they were like death. And I was like, uh, all right, I'm, I guess I'm being forewarned. And um, I literally had said to one of my church boys, like two days later, like we're talking about superstitions and witchcraft and all this stuff. And I said, yeah, death's knocked at my door. I guess it's time to prepare for what's next. And um, I kind of joked about it. We all laughed about it. And then sadly, it's not funny, obviously. And I'm sure later I'll cry my eyes out. But, you know, but then I find out that my dad's passed away. And it's really crazy to like, to be aware now 
even more aware. What this has done for me is opened me up in my awareness. It's like, you know, you are constantly receiving thoughts and ideas and visions and forewarnings and all kinds of things. You know, your angels, your spirit guides, God is always showing you signs and signals if you just take a moment to be aware. And so it's really interesting to experience that. And now stepping into where I am at in my heart center with that, because it rips a whole new hole. It puts a whole new heart here. And you have to like, really, I'm really going, I don't want to shut down. I want to stay open, you know? And so I'm really, I hate to say I'm really grateful my dad passed, but you know, it's teaching me so much about valuing life and listening to the signs that are shown to you. You know, I was forewarned that this was going to happen. Somebody was going to go. And so here I am going, wow, like I hear and I see clearly, and I'm willing to receive those messages. And I'm just so grateful that it for that expansion, so to say. And um, I keep saying like, my heart feels so different now. I feel like a different human being from this. And um, I'm excited to see where my, my goal with doing ayahuasca earlier this year was to open or last year was to open my heart. And it did. And um, as somebody who was very much robotic, you know, my spiritual practice was telling me like, you've got to open your heart, you've got to shift. And um, this is just another shifting point. And what this heart opener is doing for me is probably just leveling me up and opening me up to receiving more information and downloads. And so uh, what an interesting experience to be going through right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so sorry about the loss of your dad. You know, I know you texted me when it happened and I tried to convince you not to record, but you being you, you know, you wanted to show up and give like, that's how you are. And I honestly like seeing you light up right now while you're talking about your truth and your story. I got like a lot of downloads myself that like, this is helping you with your process right now. So thank you for being present and doing this, even though if I were you, I'd probably be on the floor somewhere someone would have to come peel me off of it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you're amazing, you know, for sharing all of that. You said so much. There was so much that kept coming to me that I wanted to ask you about. Um, and it's interesting that you mentioned like in the beginning, like your spiritual journey of, you know, you're going to go to hell if you do that, you know, this, that, or the other thing. I did a Reiki one certification class yesterday. It was sold out. and I kept felting, thank you. I've kept feeling guided to talk about this, talk about religion and Jesus. And, you know, Jesus was a Reiki master. How do you think he did those healings, friends? We could talk about that on a whole other podcast, but the healing I, God gives. Yes. And I love your journey of, you know, literally like, saying fuck you to God basically because I got to that point too where I was like fuck you you can't do what you fuck you I won't do what you tell me literally I got to that point and I was wild as fuck in college and in at the end of high school and early in college the whole thing um and then you know I I went on my spiritual journey as well and yoga is what opened me up to it and then I started like you pursuing like 
I want to read the Bible. I want to learn about the Quran. I want to learn about all the religions, many rivers, one ocean. Um, and I love that you started back with the fucking Jedi church. I'm trying to go to the Jedi church. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, what level you said there's levels. Like, yeah. is it like, is it like Skywalker Yoda? Like, is it like that? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to this church. Like, it's online, thank goodness. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess ultimately that's you move into those. It's been a while since I studied with them, so like, I don't know how they've reformatted or whatever. But whatever, sign me up. Yeah, but yeah. you know what's beautiful about that? It's like you can form your own conception of higher power of God and what, and, and however that communicates to you. And so I talked about that as well in Reiki that like your experiences of receiving attunement might be completely different than the person sitting next to you or the way that you receive messages. Like you heard the knock, someone else might visualize something or someone else might feel something. There's all types of gifts that we have. And I love that you said that too. Like we're all gifted. Like we are because we're spiritual beings in these fucking meat sacks, just trying to figure it all out. But, um, I just loved, loved your story so much. And, you know, I know you have been through so much and like, you just have this big heart and this capacity to just like literally persevere. Like you are just such a strong, person and you have such a diverse varied background of experiences and accomplishments and I think that that's why you and I vibe so well because we've our lives have gone you know (laughs) and then we also like we are self-supporting women like we fully this shit in here is all mine like I created this I manifested this reality for myself just like you have I also have a small business, which I never even perceived it that way, but I do like, I'm a, I'm an independent contractor. I also work full time for my company, which I love working in both realities. I like working in, in the matrix and I like working in the spiritual realm. I like doing it all. And I, I just, I'm so inspired by you and you know, we do bounce ideas off each other and, you know, I can see people too. So like, it's, it's challenging, but it's definitely helping, helping me to grow. And just like you, like I got, I escaped a really bad relationship. I mean, mine was more recent than yours, but all of it is, it's all about expansion. And I also feel that, you know, how different am I like, and how different are you since we met each other or oh, yeah, since we started our journey to the heart podcast, yeah. like yeah, since last week, aren't we different because we embrace the shift yeah, and we embrace the change and we don't hold on. We, like you, you were saying something about, you know, like, I think it was something about like holding on or just. I don't know. You got to just keep moving forward. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard, you know, life is hard. This journey is not for the faint of heart. And there are faint of hearts that come into this life and experience it. And sadly, they tend to leave us a little earlier than expected, but this life is really meant to challenge you 
And to say, if you can just keep trusting, believing, you know, the, the gold is there, the opportunities, the things that you want is there. And so I really have seen that with my life. If I just keep on trying, keep trying to keep my heart open, keep trying to stay motivated, keep trying to support others. I mean, the gold pops up and yeah. And as you know, there's always that pot of gold at the end of the, the rainbow, you know, but the rainbow is actually a shit show. It comes when you're ready to fucking throw in the towel too. Pretty much, pretty much. And so I have, I have been through a lot, you know, my dad who actually passed almost strangled me to death when I was 15, um, you know, molested when I was a kid, um, you know, had an eating disorder, you know, just all the things that most people have in this life. Um, I've had them and I've just, I've all I've ever really had in this life other than my son, you know, but for the first like 20 years, it was just me. And even after having my son, he's a child, you know? So for me, it wasn't, let me be mean or lay the burdens on my son. And it was me just being that strong, independent mom and trying to make the best of anything I could and just working myself as hard as I could at support. And there, you know, as a single parent, you know, it's hard. That is really hard. And, um, I just knew like, you know, I'm doing it for us and I'm doing it for him. And, um, you know, my spiritual practice is what has saved me a few days when I, you know, felt like I had nothing and no one around to support me. And um, it's just, it's always the catalyst. And the more I lean into listening to my gut and, and listening to the knocks or um, researching the things that keep popping up constantly, you know, I'm just opening that awareness and I'm connecting to God on such a, such a deep level, you know, and God knows that my soul means well, and that everything I do has the highest intention for humanity. And I think that's another reason why I manifest the way I do. I think that's the reason why so many opportunities, golden opportunities pop up like they do, because the intention in my soul and in my heart is just that of how can I serve others? It's just, that's it. I know this life isn't for just for me. I know this life is a we. And um, I just really try to follow that wholeheartedly. Like, what can I do to serve my man today? You know, uh, Kennedy said it, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And um, that's what I'm trying to do. And so it's been a wild ride. Uh, I didn't really share this, but about two years ago, I met this girl, I was doing business coaching, starting to host events, business coaching. I met this other girl who went to host events and, um, I was straddling a lot spiritually and getting into some more darker things or things that felt dark for me. And, um, I was just really struggling because I was like, I, some of the stuff doesn't feel right. I don't know if it's in alignment for me. And this girl just happened to need some of my help. And I started helping her. And she said, Hey, um, I got this message for you. Are you open to receiving? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever, you know, sure. <laughs> and she's like, well, all those things you seem to be straddling. God just wants you to know, like, you're right. And you should let them go. And I hadn't told her the things that I was experiencing in- internally. And so she looked at me and I, you know, I was crying at the time, but, um, she looked at me and said, do you think you can turn to God? And without second guessing, I said, yes. And I have to say that 
the biggest catalyst for success and for transformation has been my willingness to lean into God and to believe mm-hmm. in him. it was the yes. biggest catalyst. It has been the one thing that right after I said, yes, anything I wanted has truly started manifesting and coming from an atheist, especially one being so young as I was someone who was so like, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, at such a young age, having such a heavy discernment for like religion of, and going, no, that's a really big, that's huge because it's most atheists. It takes a lot for us to really convert yeah, I don't, I don't know many that are like, yeah, let me just believe. Atheist is like non-believer. Yeah, exactly. Agnostic is indifferent. Yeah. And I so became atheist I guess, is like, no. Yeah. And I was like that for a very long time. I was like, nah, we ain't doing that. I don't Which is that. pretty, it's, it's just shows how powerful universal source, God, goddess, whatever you want to call it is. And I think like for me, so like after that moment, Um, she got a little dark and a little weird. And I was like, I had to step away from her because she was like, your Reiki is the devil's work. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I doing like that? that? I'd rather not name drop. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. We do not need to name the names. That's okay. Let's leave her out of this in case she decides to listen. But so, (laughs) you know, I could just feel right. Just feeling into the fact that like she was shifting. She was a, she was supposed to be a bridge for me to, to transpire into this next space. So I stopped spending time with her and I was like, look, God, if you want me to keep believing in you, you want me to keep like doing this God stuff, you know, you got to send somebody my way. Cause I can't, I've been doing enough on my own, my whole life. I can't keep doing more on my own. And, um, next thing you know, the church of Latter-day Saints had reached out the, the women that had reached out out of nowhere, <laughs> added me on Facebook and then said, Hey, yeah, see, it's like, <laughs> It's so crazy how that works, right? You ask and you will receive. And yes, I met these ladies and we did some video chats like this and they were just so receptive and so well receiving of my crazy thoughts. So, you know, and, you know, I kind of get a little out there, obviously people do, you know, but they're a very (laughs) spiritual based church. And so like the concept I was preaching, they were actually like, yeah, we kind of believe in those. Yeah. We kind of like that, (laughs) you know? And I was like, what? Nobody, what? That's not what churches do, you know? Uh-huh. And it felt like home. And so then they transferred me to the church that's closest to my house and met with the elders and grew so close to them. Um, a couple of my friends have met them. Um, just really great people, uh, always checking on me, always coming by. Like just, I've never met a church that, you know, their whole thing is around being of service, um, around the the, the people being the pastors, you know, there's no pastor, people preach what they've seen manifest. They've seen God's work, you know, it's a different vibe and, um, it really resonates with me personally. And so, um, I really enjoy going and just hearing the good Lord's word and connecting in that space. But, um, you know, like I said, it was another expansion level for me. Once I said yes, so much has transpired in such a short amount of time. And if I can say anything to anybody, especially someone who's an atheist or an agnostic, like you said, um, believe in God because God is there 
and God is everything. I mean, that's the ultimate truth, right? God is everything or God is nothing. Right. And so it's like, you know, there is an energy within all of us that connects us to each other, to every little flower, to the clouds in the sky. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the oneness that is everything. And, and that is the energy of God, you know, everything. Um, and so I uh, am really grateful for all the opportunities that have come to me after this turning point in my life. But I have to say my path needed to be this way. God needed me to lose my faith in religion and find God in the way that was the most truest to me. And it's not exactly the Jedi church. Bitch. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, we really, I love that though. I love I that so much. A lot of people do. They do. And I'm grateful. I'm such a dork. Like I said, and, me uh, too. I, fucking, I love star Wars. <laughs> me too. And so I'm trying to get to Yoda level at all times. You're there more than you can. At all, at all, what would he say? All times. I am. I don't even know. <laughs> That's it though. But all times you are the master and you are the student, you know? And I, I love that he says like, do or do not. Like there is no try. Yeah. It's just yes or no. Yeah, I love it. True. Love it. Love Star Wars. Me too. So um, yeah, I just think it's a gentle reminder to everyone that like, it really is every step leads you in the right direction, whether it feels that way or not. And, you know, it took my brother's death to lead me into the direction of finding different moments of enlightenment to expanding my consciousness and my awareness and to being receptive to receiving divine information and insight and, uh, and connecting with God finally in the level that I truly understand who God is more now. And, um, I think it's just important. Everyone's path is different. I know the saying is the path is narrow, but it's narrow because it's what's best for you. That's why it's It's your path. It's like your soul knows the way. And also spirit knows how to get the messages across to you, whether that be the song that you heard or not, or any of it, or, you know, okay, fine. Like she don't, she don't believe in God right now, but let's show her this Jedi church and it'll be easily digestible for her to understand the seed. That's exactly it. But that's it. Like the path is narrow because it is subjective for you. It is what is for you. So I can suggest what I suggest, but if that's not what your path is, that's not your narrow path. And so we're all living our own narrow path. What is best for us? What is going to bring us the most enlightenment, the most alignment, you know, the most success or, you know, the most lessons. And so I just try to remind people of that the narrow path, it's only, it's not narrow because it's the Christian church way. It's narrow because it is what is meant for you and your growth. So Charles agrees. He's my favorite. I miss him. He debashed. So loving this conversation per usual. We are already like a long time in. Um, I would love for you to share about, um, you know, how people can get in touch with you if they want to work with you um, and follow your journey to become president. And then also if you would love to do a little like sound bowl action before we close it out, 
yeah. give people a little good juju for the rest of their week. For that sure. would be fantastic. Yeah. So, so tell us, how can we contact you? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram uh, two ways. One is Callaway, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y, the number four and president. Um, that is my presidential page. It just says, get to know me through all these different endeavors and all that I am. Um, so please follow that page if you really just want to get to know your future president a little bit more. Um, but then I also have my RW Business Solutions page on both Facebook and Instagram. So if you're looking for business um, support, um, I'm more than happy to work with you. Uh, like I said, I do business spiritual coaching. So if you just want like guidance on business stuff, we can do those or we can actually do website development, graphic design, social media management with my company as well. Um, so please just check me out on one of those. Um, what was your other question? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have a, I have a radio that I, talk show that I'm about to start. Yes. Yes, that. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. The path to presidency is the name of it. And pretty much I just want to bring like everybody in, regular people, business owners, um, you know, people work for businesses, political um, uh, activists or politicians in and just sit down and, you know, get their backstories, um, get their reason why, figure out what they need and start really learning and leaning into the communities so I can be the best president for you that I can possibly be. So I can truly, I mean, as a regular hardworking mom who has paid most of everything for her life, you know, I know a lot of what we need. Um, but my goal is to get to know more and more and in more in depth and just spend more time with the community and all the facets and all the layers and just really just get to know you guys and really show you what like a good, decent human being who wants the best for us can be. And so um, that's going to be Tuesday nights at 730 download iHeartRadio. And um, I'll, I'll keep more stuff posted. So please just make sure you follow my Callaway for president page on Instagram and you'll see the links in my, um, on my page at some point. <laughs> so I'm really excited for that. Probably the first show won't be this week, considering, like I said, my father passed away, but, um, possibly the second week we'll get rolling and it'll just be introductory in the beginning. And then eventually we'll roll out with people in the community. So I'm looking forward to that. So exciting. Yeah, um, it is. And again, if it's meant for you, somehow it always finds a way to you. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. So you I know, find that when I relax more, things come the, the more, the less that I try. It's crazy. Better. You want to be president. I think that's friends. a song. Isn't that a song? Tame Impala. Less I know the better. I feel a lot of music. It's your energy. I'm like singing and doing weird shit. I love um, musical stuff. I yeah, love less I know the better is the Tame Impala song. I love that song. But I yeah, I feel like the less I try, the easier it is to receive. You know, and what's meant for me is never gonna miss me. I love that. Yeah, it's not. And, you know, wanting to be president is a crazy dream. It really is. But it seems to be like all these opportunities are lining up for that. And so I'm just stepping into where I'm asked to being ste step into. And so just keep that in mind. Don't give up the dream. 
Yeah. You know, the dreams come in, the dreams come in. So I am going to do a little heart shocker for you guys tonight. Like Lindsay said. So if you want to just find yourself in a nice, comfortable seated, standing, laying down position and just take a deep breath in through the nose, expand into the belly, open the mouth and sigh it out. One more deep breath in, sigh it out, let it go. So closing the nose or closing the mouth, <laughs> breathing in nice, long, slow, deep breaths, expand into the belly, filling the belly, the heart and the mind all the way up. And as you exhale, exhale from the heart from the mind, heart, and the belly. And then as you inhale, belly, heart, and mind. And as you exhale, mind, heart, and belly. And just find a nice, long, slow, deep breath with those inhales and a nice, long, slow, deep breath with those exhales. And just settle in for a moment. Today, I ask that you think of someone that you love. See them in your mind's eye. Start to let the mantra be, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Take a deep breath in, fill the belly up. Hold it. Sigh it out. One more deep breath in. Hold it.
sigh it out. Whenever you're ready, you can start to open your eyes. Coming back to life. There's a little sound healing from my heart to yours. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on Top of Tuesday this week. I appreciate you so much. And, you know, if, if y'all are interested, please reach out to Lauren. She's amazing. And thank you so much. I hope everyone has a beautiful week. Um, lots of announcements on my end. I am apprenticing a um, Divine Feminine Retreat in Santa Elena, Colombia. There is going to be an info session this week. So just keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a dope opportunity. It's limited spots, only 12 women. Um, and we're going to be working with the Rose Priestess lineage and learning all types of different spiritual practices in the beautiful cloud forest mountain home area where uh, Elaine is located. So just keep an eye out on that. Also check out Lauren and I on Wednesdays, we have our journey to the heart and keep an eye out for Lauren's iHeartRadio podcast. So thank you so much, Lauren. Everybody have a beautiful week. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. You have a great week.